listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Three cell phones and I still don't ever call them. Why would I call them? Bitch, you know I'm balling. Spending money and make it bounce back like Spalding. Got a new nigga and he say he from New Orleans and he ain't talking money. Why the, why the fuck you talking? All my bitches bossy. All my diamonds flossy. Rap gangsta Rasha. Man, you know I'm saucy. I got a white dude in Boston. He whip a Aldi. Bitch, I'm taking calls no small talk hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen and we are in the house on a saturday mm-hmm. saturday morning so that means for all you people that been fiending um we put out another this too much with me and bossy thursday night yep so you got that uh balls deep we popped that off on a wednesday um we were on where's my 40 acres yep um both episodes of that is out if you guys been so long since we've been on there we had to blow the dust off our skype connection but you know what we made it we made it happen and uh i love them i'm so glad we got to spend some time with them for real man it was it was that was so that was so cool man right. back to the old school i know we got to work schedules out and get them over here we had everything but four locos out there um, like everything else and yeah i definitely gotta ask them to come back on the show man um and yeah it was so much fun mm-hmm. and um yeah so it's time to do feedback um and and that oh, means did you do a, a nerd off too oh yeah shit man i'm doing so much stuff y'all we did a nerd off me chris and aaron did a nerd off yesterday man like oh boy i tell you and i saw get out which is gonna lead the league in most uh black women taking their sons to the movies per theater that's gonna (laughs) that's gonna be a lot it's gonna be auntie time uh they gonna auntie some little black boys down up in get out there's gonna be so many underage kids getting exposed to rated r cussing because <laughs> the cautionary tale of messing with these white women's uh, <laughs> at any rate man uh go see get out though it's really good man that's I, what i've been hearing i'm shocked it's so good i'm shocked it's getting good reviews because i feel like white people uh as of yet late ha- have been so sensitive and so anti anything that says white people might be a little fucked up right um that i thought it would get terrible reviews but it's getting great reviews so i thought it was gonna be bad because the reviews were so good i was like well obviously this shit is whack but uh no um, white people think they like it or either that or they or white people more woke than i give them credit for um at any rate uh i know i'm sure i'll find somebody to review it with because karen refused to see it Mm-mm. uh at any rate uh this is about you guys the feedback show is a show where we talk about all the people that sent in feedback and let us know how they um you know how they feel mm-hmm. about the things that we said how we felt about how they felt and all that good stuff you can do feedback by either uh wait did i say the official webinar show is a taser an unofficial sport bullet ball stream okay you can leave feedback by leaving us five star views on itunes and stitcher we got uh one on stitcher and uh like four or five on itunes today you can leave us uh voicemails as long as it's three minutes or less uh seven oh four five five seven zero one eight six is the voicemail line uh you can also do things like um leave comments on the website vote in the poll all kinds of stuff um you can do to just uh let us know what you think about the show you can email us the blackout tips at gmail.com yes. um 
just great ways to be heard um so let's get into it first with the people that um donated to the show because you know you guys keep the lights on um and i didn't queue up my song so we i will play a different song from a different choir Oh, we got business choir today. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, content not available. My hair oh, like this swing. Yeah. Hey, pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it. Yeah. Hey, left foot, right left foot, foot. Yeah. Hey, don't fall. Sweet. Yeah. Hey, stiller man, stiller man. Shout out to Lucas DG, recurring, recurring donator. Thank you very much, Lucas. Lucas the God, uh, Ashton Q, recurring donator. Thank you, Ashton. Brand new, brand new. Welcome to the brand new members class. Jacqueline H, recurring donator. Thank you, Jacqueline. Film Press Comics, of course. Get your comments from Film Press. Ricky A, recurring donator. Thank you, Ricky. Uh, David S, David from Brooklyn, recurring donator. Gregory S, thank you very much, Greg. You're a brand new recurring donator. Go on to Conrad's new member class. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all done done been out and out in the society and, and helping us out. We appreciate y'all spreading the gospel. Uh Renate M, recurring donator, thank you very much. Pete B, recurring donator. Olivia from Chicago. You guys know Olivia. Hey baby. Uh Anthony Van D, recurring donator. Rita May C, recurring donator. Thank you very much, Rita May. Nick Z, recurring donator. Thank you, Nick. Monica B, recurring donator. Thank you, Monica. Uh, we got a one-time donation from Devin C, who says, Rob and Karen, just, oh, just want to put something in the collection plate for all the awareness and joy you bring into my life. I, pr- I love this space that you have created for blackness of meeting different perspectives. Thanks for all you do and the amazing content. Thank, thank you. you connor k recurring donator thank you connor mm-hmm. katie g recurring donator thank you katie. katie jason j with the recurring donation from way downtown adam s recurring donator and that's everybody else all right thank you play everybody. me out taylor girls Money, 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 all I see in a death. My chick strap, all they do with the cap. Bumping them gums like all I do is rap. Girl, get back. Where's that tat? Running through a chat like hot boy trap. Sitting on the couch like I need to take a nap. Cooking them snacks. Yum, yum, them mic, thumb, thumb. Stole a man, now run, run. Run. I can steal a man. I can steal a man. She ain't think I can. She ain't think I can. I can steal a man. I can steal a man. She ain't think I can, she ain't think I can, y'all. Pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it. That's my song for when I go out with my hood rat friends. Uh, where, where am I? Ask where the vision and choir coming from. Uh, the Taylor girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know where they from, to be honest. Oh, I hope y'all make a safe trip, uh, back to your, uh, to where you came from. Mm-hmm. Taylor girls, uh, with a Z, of course. <laughs> Because, yes, with the Z. Because of course, <laughs> and they will steal your man. Okay. Um, of course, uh, we have five star reviews on iTunes. Still a fan. The sequel, five stars by best listener ever. Uh, ninety nine. 
i had to write another review of after listening to saturday's show the blackout test is a great podcast why because it has the right mix of funny and serious delivered with sincerity rod and karen speak from the heart not a political agenda which makes hearing their opinions easy to take even if you don't agree but then who wouldn't agree with common sense thank you <laughs> thank you that's what i ask all the time when people say i don't agree with you on certain things and i'm like i know it's because the way i eat kit kats but it's fine <laughs> mike tyson kit kats mike tyson kit kats five stars by, speaking of which right uh by it looks like i i aspire it says i learned so much listening to karen and the husband rod through this podcast not only are they hilarious insightful and passionate in a genuine way not madonna addressing her child way <laughs> she's she, she keep taking pictures of dressing them little black girls up man i'll be like mm, pardon me think you just did this for the gram come on madonna uh they have also recruited me into the kit kat terrorist lifestyle yes <laughs> i can't tell you how much i've grown as a person and the new ways i think and analyze things the situation for myself now through just listening to y'all though i still try to share the podcast with as many people as i can i gotta be careful who i invite the lotion only lasts on some people for so long yeah i know <laughs> that's the worst man when you think uh somebody cool mm-hmm. and then you keep talking and the more you talk the more you realize like oh they starting to get ashy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you look out in the air like where are these ash flakes come from oh shit i got to run yeah like certain types of thinking i just kind of left behind and i don't attribute to just like difference of opinion or Mm-mm. that's just how some people think about it i, I like i don't that. certain shit i can't do that with nope, can't bend on so you know you know like people that still misgender caitlin jenner because right. they don't agree with her but don't see how that would be the, fucked up if they did that to like laverne cox or uh janet mock or somebody right, like that then you look at my face and tell me you're an ally right yeah like people like shit like that i just had to leave behind a long time ago man like i don't like that shit Mm-mm. and i'd rather just not even debate it with you because you're gonna spend too much time trying to defend yourself rather than be like okay i can see how that would be like a white person calling stacy dash a nigger because they don't agree with her you know like yeah that's cool but you can't be saying that shit you know right that's why certain conversations i just opt out of i literally just opt out of because it's almost like especially once you get so old you almost see where certain conversations are going you're like before we get to the end of this conversation let's not waste our time because i'm gonna be reasonable you're not i'm still gonna be reasonable gonna hit you with facts and after a while you don't get mad and then you're going to start calling me names. So let's eliminate all that because you realize that you're, quote, unquote, not going to persuade me or sway me. And when people run out of things in a, quote, unquote, argument, they just go start going to names. You stupid. You dumb. Mm, ain't got time for that. Why even go through that conversation? Let's just nip this in the bud before we even go down this road. Yeah. I, I, I it's, Yeah, and sometimes you can just see it coming. Mm with some people yes you yeah can. like you just see it coming before it even happened when you're like uh yeah i i'd rather i'd rather not deal with it you mm-hmm. know yeah and sometimes not all the time but sometimes that mean people that might have good intentions not trying to find it you get swept up with the rest of them sometimes because you're like i've i've had this conversation too many times with these same formatted questions and you might not mean no harm but a lot of times i don't got time to filter to see who crazy who not right uh yeah and like you know it's like that like you hope that people are are cool and stuff but then certain times and people all have their ways they're learning right. they're 
some people are trying to to improve and get better and some people sometimes people just hadn't thought about certain shit right because that's what privilege is you take you take shit for granted but but then every once in a while you just have a moment where i'm just like yeah i can see how certain people just not ready to be listening to a show like ours no matter how funny it is no matter how honest it is and all that shit uh people don't want to let go of the idea that they're that they're not right quote unquote all the time or that they're not acting right all the time sometimes you're wrong and sometimes you just have to you know better so you do better you know right and i've grown and evolved and same thing with you you've grown and evolved and it's just one of those things it's it's just a a a a process and you know it's one of the things where um you can have uh fruitful and valuable conversations across uh social media mm. uh but it's one of the things where both sides have got to be willing to have that conversation if only one side is that's when you run out that's when you run through the problem and let's say nine eight times let's say eight times out of ten most people don't want to have that conversation yeah uh back to these five star reviews though um uh oh wait i don't think i even finished this person so uh i can't tell you how much i've grown as a person uh, in the ways that make me think that oh yeah gotta be careful i invite the lotion only lasts so long for some uh on some people for so long yeah the lotion only lasts on some people for so long sorry for the long rating but the review was long overdue thanks it wasn't long Mm -mm. thanks again for all that you do for my fiance and i i couldn't recommend a better podcast oh thank you thank you baby uh much needed podcast this is from add four w nine j g x um tbgwt podcast is entertaining funny and relevant in today's world if you're looking for coverage of news and current events without the usual double standard this is for you i make sure i listen to them every day my only complaint is that i can't purchase premium content yet uh, i hope this is helpful first of all it is uh mm-hmm. helpful uh mariano i saw you put your name at the end yeah it's very helpful for it you to leave really five star reviews uh and you know hey hopefully one day you can get premium man and but and that's the way cool. to put on it for free like because yeah. we know everybody can't afford so if you go on well i'm i'm coming to church i'm you know eating 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 the word and all that good great stuff but i i can't put none on this is a good way to spread the word it's absolutely possibly free of charge exactly so thank you um back to the five star reviews uh last one uh this is from leaky 82 says a seat at the table five stars i'm so fed by this show with the ways of the world i can turn to this show to get fed with news and current events this is my first and probably only podcast review this show is so important that my daily to my daily routine and self-care rod is the conversations i have with my brother and father karen is the conversations i have with my mom and best friends as a black woman trying to just live i often find myself yelling yes karen <laughs> rod even broke down my entire education i didn't even realize it until he talked about his experience from the gangs to the laughter to the advocacy a sister is so full Mm-mm. p.s karen's <laughs> laugh alone is like a big booby hug from your grandmother <laughs> I hear you, buddy. I hear you on that. Uh, thank you, Leaky82, and everybody else that left five star reviews on iTunes this week. And we got one on Stitcher, and it's from Will in Toronto. Five stars. Thank you, baby. Tipping with a five star review. This review is just a thank you for being my gateway into so many great black podcasts. I've grown a lot through your show and the community you build along with a ton of other podcasts in their communities. Y'all are great, and I wish you all the success in the world. Peace. 
yeah i you know that's the other thing too man i think the podcast is a good vehicle for growth i know that's how I, like i try to remember that and not be too judgmental of folks i mean i think part of the problem is that some of these things that are just opinions and academic exercises really do have real life effects and they, do. they really reinforce a lot of the bigotry and shit that people face that mm-hmm. you might not even be thinking about because you're mm-hmm. not in that group necessarily right um and sometimes even when you're in the group you can still i mean look at um caitlin jenner uh even when she even though she is a trans woman she supported a candidate in a party that is uh trans antagonistic as all get out right, right. so so it's so it's not like you know and there's black people that you know they listen to our show but then you know you still can harbor anti-blackness under the guise of even even when you think you're being protective sometimes you're actually being anti-black sometimes you have to unlearn those behaviors i we we're very open and honest about how we have developed and learned shit over the years it's not like every day i just was like i'm woke nigga i'm i was already perfect y'all need to catch up you know so no, um, I used to be on the ignorant train too. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I was certain, still some things I'm still ignorant. Right? Yeah, like knowing yourself and and developing and learning more and stuff. That's all just part of the the, the human life cycle. So mm-hmm. I feel like uh, what in a lot of these cases, what happens is uh, people are listening and they're learning stuff and challenging things that maybe they didn't know. And I'm glad that our play our podcast can be a vehicle for that because podcasts in general have been a vehicle for that for my own life where i didn't know anything about trans anything Mm -hmm. uh and i listened to keith and a girl and you know uh lauren was on there uh telling his story and i was like okay i've i've never heard of this and i watched lauren develop um and 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 then i watched kind of the awareness and the science around it and and discussion of it develop through through the years so it's not like i felt like oh i'm cutting edge i just understood this shit is i just think a lot of what we try to promote here is about empathy and understanding and not coddling but just like a understanding so that you can then um go out into the world with a um more um i don't know with like more of a, a focus on like what you really want out of life you know um but yeah we've been very fortunate to have some some dope listeners man and i'm glad that people are saying that they you know uh you know i i like the, one of the best compliments i think i got was uh when we went to awesome kind of people were like man uh, a couple of guys are like man listening to you showed me how to show love to black women and i was like Aww. that like that was like that one that that was something where i was like that's that's dope because if that's a positive influence to put out into the culture that's something we can use you know because I I, I I try not to think of our show tangibly like that like right. i don't think we got this many listeners and they gonna think this I don't, and i don't think everybody that listens agrees with us and i don't think everybody that um i don't think everybody that follows me on twitter agrees with everything i say and mm-hmm. shit like that so uh but but when you hear people say stuff like that it's like you know what man that's dope because i would if that's a legacy to leave behind that's what i'd rather leave here ain't that the truth all right let's get to these comments 1385 learning while black we had the feedback show and we talked about um you know school we got we got to a lot of conversations but one of them was about school uh being a black kid and um how our experiences differed and stuff mm-hmm. marcus 
says rod fdr still got schools named after him me wait a minute i went to a school named after dude so true to be black in america there's so much day-to-day racism that you must numb yourself to feels like you lose a part of yourself just trying to get by i work in education to see exactly what you mean in the way the students of color are treated i do my best to avoid contributing to the mistreatment and advocate for our students whenever possible but it's depressing to see how intentionally messed up the system is and how some teachers approach dealing with our students in particular yes i'm in my feelings because i'm currently dealing with one white teacher co-worker who was profiling all of our students as criminals and i have to constantly fight her on it without losing my shit yeah that's the other thing man like it's been proven that when black kids have black teachers they do better yeah they do but i think it's because those teachers see those kids as extensions of themselves and they see their children, their children as people they see they see yeah them. that's what i mean like yeah they like a family member like right. you can see you know a kid that acts like this you know a kid who is quote unquote bad but it doesn't make him a bad kid right you know a kid that like where another teacher might see a kid being a smart mouth you may see that kid as precocious where another kid see where a teacher may see a kid as being uh belligerent you see that kid as being a great debater like there's it's just a difference and within the school system which is a place where a lot of white women went to uh earn money right uh post-slavery um so you have people that truly fundamentally believe that black children were inferior and that that you know um and 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 many that resented having to take that job by the way so because it was like i couldn't get hired at the white school there's a new education opportunity opening up but it's a job at a black school i guess i'll go teach these colored kids but the disdain that they harbored via slavery that didn't go away mm. so you know you're relying on a person that fundamentally thinks you are dumber than them and incapable of being equal to them in especially mentally they're they're not teaching your kids the same way they're not giving your kids the patience they deserve they're not treating your kids the way they treat their kids they wouldn't send their kid to your school to the same school where your kid goes like that was a huge hurdle to overcome in society and i I mean that shit still lingers on so yeah you know within the context of the school system you do have like kids that get looked at as criminals and shit like that and you have to prove quote unquote your way out of that that default setting of well the kid's not gonna be shit he's black you know or she's black she's not gonna be shit now she you gotta come in and overachieve just to get respect mm-hmm. um but for real thank you both for the show for cultivating the audience that you have and for providing a needed outlet for people like myself who struggle to find a reason to keep giving a damn in this crazy world love to you both forever for that thank you thank you yeah that was the other thing i was thinking too with that fdr shit man and like how like that's why i don't worry about tradition man like people that talk about tradition normally when they bring that up it's literally to cover up the fact that they're wrong today because it's like they was wrong then and now the only reason they want to keep some shit going is because it happened a long time ago and it's like that has nothing to do with today like you need if you can't make a reason why this tradition still needs to continue then it's probably some bullshit right you know you know what else is tradition uh robert bedford forrest having a statue you know what i mean like like it's a lot of traditions that's really just about some keep of a way to couch and keep uh just really fucked up stuff around 
um while calling it something else you know uh sugar bay says jamaicans are the americans of the caribbean obnoxious fun loud annoying not knowing much or caring about anyone else i totally get other caribbean people's annoyance at always being id'd as jamaicans they're they're tired of the bumbleclot disrespect uh signed a jamaican who never gets asked if they are from another caribbean country i didn't know you was from jamaica sugar babe okay uh or should i say the girl them sugar babe oh (laughs) shit oh i did that just now (laughs) that's terrible uh don't encourage me (laughs) do you feel discriminated against at did you ever feel discriminated against at school because of your race yes or no 85 percent yes so they had at least one experience or something where it was like i i think this is happening to me because i'm black and the thing is when you're a kid like that's some shit that that realization is just it's a painful moment when you realize like but so this shit isn't just something we learned about during black history month like y'all really still own this this shit you know 15 percent said no so i don't know maybe they was white uh tiny tiny w says i didn't vote i thought maybe that should be a third option of i'm white uh <laughs> i thought about that but i was like um <laughs> i was like maybe you know a white person might have had some experience where they felt you know maybe they went to a black school and they felt something happened to them i don't know mm-hmm. you know i can't speak to everybody's experience so mm-hmm. if not no you know if you white and it didn't happen to you then you will be in the know wow um man we had a whole lot of comments on this episode right chill 1386 where we were joined by our girl ray Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm to discuss uh well we basically discussed beyonce and serena the whole time just three straight hours of beyonce and serena um and the episode was called why they scared of a b and serena come on um let me scroll down all right so silverback says twitter acting up with the character limit shit we should get some extra characters for february anyway black history (laughs) let me just drop this right here lord i got this mlk fan waving at say that again went up to tbgwt pulpit speaking about taking our chains off in regard in regards to reaching our goals and becoming fulfilled that segment had me more motivated than when rg3 saw kendrick lamar perform at the grammys thank you karen (laughs) Welcome, and may i say on a side note ray sonny is the trillest powerful get for a guest piece yeah we love her yeah we go way back we love mm-hmm. some ray man um so yeah i'm good anytime she wants to come on she's you know open More door welcome right uh jay says i think i can help ray with get the beehive thing as a car carrying member since 1996 when i see a fellow black woman like yourself critiquing beyonce i wonder if we live in the same country do you really think there is an upside to it how does this help black women when like you said she is one of a kind which is a shame because we are such a beautiful and talented group of women the comments are usually pretty unnecessary and generally petty right then i think it's a way to get attention look i'm not like the rest of these black women i'm contrary as far as your twitter mentions go you really didn't know how fury felt about b sure you did you mentioned her you mentioned his over-the-top comments so you knew he was a super fan yeah you just felt this unshakable urge to reply to his tweet right now first of all um that that tweet that that uh comment right there is straight up like uh i felt like i felt i felt the energy you felt the, the buzzing 
i felt the pollen coming off of that tweet (laughs) off of that that comment just now because i can truly say that uh for some people they make comments and they are unaware how everybody feels and she might not follow him or or anything like that might not know like i know because Mm. you know i listen to the show and things like that but everybody don't know well there's a couple things i don't know that she responded to something he said no she no she was it just sounded like she general. tweeted something and right. then he found it and then he retweeted it right and basically signal boosted it so that her mentions will get run through yeah that's not the same that thing. happens on twitter too mm-hmm. now i'm not saying um you know i mean when you tweet something technically you are tweeting it because you do want some visibility to it it's not i mean it's it is social media your account's not private you do want people to see it i'm not so i'm not knocking that that can happen with any tweet right but um i doubt that she knew the backlash was gonna be like that oh she didn't um i think also it does a disservice uh sometimes when that backlash happens um to people that aren't talking that much shit right because then they use that to justify that like oh you guys are all crazy sick of fans and that's why and and the thing for me more importantly than um the beehive thing and the response and shit um you the beehive thing is something that's very convenient and a great way to scapegoat um black women that's one of the reasons i don't like it is because a lot of times they say people whenever someone says something fucked up about beyonce even if it's just something that every person who is just not a hater would be like that's a fucked up thing to say right they throw everybody into that shit and i think certain people's objections to wanting they don't want to be involved in like a group thing or they don't want to be considered like a sycophant or a fanatic of this person so they'll kind of either let that shit slide or they'll have to preface it with i'm not even a beyonce fan and and it's like in a way it does uh in my opinion uh, overall like residual damage to the point because it's like well let me state that i the woman that is the biggest black woman star on the planet earth i'm not even a big fan of her it's like so are you saying that when you're talking about everybody or is it just ending up with i'm a black woman and i have to disavow beyonce so that i will get some sort of respect from for my opinion and the thing is if a person not respecting your opinion because you like beyonce or you would say something to defend beyonce they're not respecting your opinion as a black woman anyway come on you know what i mean like like it's like you have to pay at the altar of like oh i'm not a oh i'm not like these other niggas like you have to pay that toll before you can even say your opinion and and to be honest most of the time the the shit that can go unsaid because it wouldn't matter if you were the biggest beyonce fan in the world or if you hated her some of this shit is just racism come on so it's just like well that was a racist or mean thing to say about beyonce i shouldn't have to qualify my statement it's just mm-hmm. fucked up you know so i think that's what's up but i don't think uh like i said from the way she described it i don't think ray tweeted anything at fury i think nope. he found her tweet mm-hmm which is something people do i try not to do that shit really um you gotta say something real fucked up for me to be like retweet man what the fuck you talking about or whatever because uh i've been on the receiving end of that that shit is not fun to be honest especially when you think you said something that wasn't that controversial i forget what ray's comment was but um you know 
and i've seen people do what jay described i just don't know if that's what ray did right but i've seen people do the like i honestly don't believe that's what she did you know i've seen black women do the like you bitches uh listen dancing to single ladies but beyonce got a man get your life together or whatever and it's just like you want people to fucking be mad and then you're gonna turn around and say uh, it's like it's like that meme i created kick a hornet's nest and then you running away from the hornet's nest talking about i'm the real victim here like i think sometimes people do that shit yeah, i don't know what ray did at all yeah i don't think that that's what ray did Mm-mm. but uh thank you for writing in uh jay and i do understand i do speak what you laying down okay i just <laughs> do not sting ray is all i'm saying you know plus ray is from brooklyn and she'll sting back and then I don't want to have some type of third party beef going through our podcast. Just, uh, it's just, it's, it's just not my, not my want. Okay. So please, you know, last thing I need is her in my face, uh, on Facebook talking about our fans. What if she tweets something about our fans and she going to call them the, the, the blackout tip, the tip hive. I'm from Brooklyn, so I'm from New York. What's really good, son? I don't play no games, yo. We don't need that from right. Okay. We don't want no problem. Keep in mind, Harlem had a tough week, just with Jim Jones and 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 Cameron beefing and stuff. It was a lot. Okay, ah! have some empathy. Okay, for what they going through up there in a time of crisis, please. Uh, Ari says, "Yes, Karen, fuck that march. I get so tired of all these white tears. I live for the moments when Karen goes off regarding miscellaneous white nonsense." After this dreadful election, I have been giving white women the extra hard side eye because it's ridiculous how they didn't give a damn about us in the voting booth. But now they want to march and wear safety pins and be allies and constantly remind us not all white women. Fuck out of here. All right, River City girl, I feel you. Mm-hmm. And she also added, normally I love white people news because Karen never knows who these people are. Right. But if I can avoid hearing about Krusty the Clown, I'm good. <laughs> well, too bad long as there's white people news on this show i'm gonna be doing that y'all man too until he get it off i didn't do that to the country i didn't either and y'all don't deserve relaxing news until y'all have paid the toll sorry <laughs> shay shay writes or it could be chay chay writes uh these basic ass beckys can't stand that beyonce a black girl from houston is great mm-hmm. great then they can uh greater than they can ever hope to be they are choking on their white tears let's not forget she kept her first pregnancy quiet and niggas claim she wasn't pregnant right. top of that list is wendy williams but she wasn't alone wendy williams is so problematic now beyonce is sharing her pregnancy with us so haters can drop being fucking corny and she's doing too much and it's tacky fuck these hoes and they stupid ass shit they can't they can sit behind their keyboards and ride her coattails to get their names out there but at the end of the day beyonce is on another level and don't know nothing about these they basic asses keep twirling queen sorry for that rant but these beggars are just so extra right now thanks queen karen and rob for a safe space for us to just be i don't have the words to express my appreciation karen thank you for the pep talk and not hiding our light i needed to hear that i appreciate you hey ray Sonny, great show love y'all like cook food hugs and kisses thank you thank you baby uh falcons diva says this episode was the goat first karen uplifting ray Sonny blessed my soul i was in my car yelling yes 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 like it was a church <laughs> it brought tears in my eyes and warmth in my heart then then and then the comments stopped 
then she replied back to her comment and said okay i got so excited i mistakenly hit enter and posted prematurely anywho <laughs> then the entire episode was about beyonce and serena i got my entire life to this episode ray sonny is such a delight mm-hmm. thank you so much for such a good episode shoot i almost typed my entire comment in caps i was so lit after this episode <laughs> that's what i'm talking about man i love that mm-hmm. yeah ray's one of my favorite people man yeah. so she's she's brilliant man you know if you're on uh a podcast app or something man search her name because she's on you know a lot of different podcasts all yeah, over the place and uh check her out man she's, she's like uh a dope thinker you know what i mean so like that's why that's why i hate to see i mean jay i know you didn't mean nothing by it but i hate to see people like i don't want to see people try to be like well she said this because i'm like she's exploring the world thinking about shit the way we are like it's just you know and there and it and just because uh there's just nuance in everything so i don't you know like she don't gotta be a she don't gotta be in the high with us okay Mm-mm. but it doesn't mean i'm a sting of the death is what i'm saying unless she say something bad about beyonce and i see it in its own <laughs> and I, I don't think she will she says she got friends as beehive stands i will her first listen i will disavow that girl like like <laughs> we never met girl behind no, <laughs> i'll be there to fix your wounds i'm right? getting I hot just you. think about it get mad just think about it oh anyway <laughs> <laughs> oh man um <laughs> it's it's sad because i'm serious really if you think about it <laughs> I mean, too, i'll be there to fix your wounds baby right. I, I got your back right? uh <laughs> oh that's how messy facebook is every time somebody say something mean about beyonce it'd be in my feed i'd be like why are you doing this you know i can't help myself uh trina says i'm wondering if this is my was my birthday because this episode was all about me karen you have b status for me girl i i I, you have b status for me a girl i felt like a ventriloquist i'm so sick of white people especially white women trying to police our bodies the jealousy is so real white women have force-fed black women to swallow white standards of beauty it started with our hair all the way down our thighs and now you have these black goddesses serena and beyonce showing the world what true black beauty is and these white women are losing their collective minds but they're showing their collective asses at the same time as a side note, Ray Sonny has such a beautiful voice. It's so pleasing to the ears. I hope she comes back. Oh, she'll be back, baby. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, she does have a very unique voice. You know, you get a lot of uh, shorties in there. You don't really hear a lot of shorties anymore, you know? That old school talk. Old school. I appreciate it. Uh, it's a throwback. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nappy Chulo says, I'm in the same boat. The way people attack Beyonce make me intentionally stand just as a reaction to people's un- uh, usual hatred of black women however i have a tactic i've been testing out and we should combat the slander with hotep techniques example in response to becky's article was beyonce over the top first we must discuss this anglo-saxon word top you see this refers to the uppermost ah! point of a, this refers to the uppermost point of a thing which implies a limit and like the universe beyonce is limitless therefore your question is moot and makes no sense Beyonce and then i say i did bottom too uh you know what that's dope maybe we should try that like, i've been like trying that. this thing where i'm just treat white people the way they treat black people uh like today i was saying how uh people think i'm racist against white people but uh some of my best friends were white so i don't know what they're talking about 
and then somebody was like uh have you ever let white people in your house i was like yes if i paid them to clean and cook and stuff yes how do y'all see them? those are some of my best friends okay the whites love me all right we have a terrific relationship me and the whites uh eve says i became an official beyonce stand at the yonce that album changed my life every single basic uh that comes for beyonce is so mad that beyonce is everything that they're not while they're home angry typing their loser ass think pieces beyonce is winning and the same goes for serena it was clear that the faux feminist who wrote that hit piece on serena had a personal axe to grind with serena because she didn't mention no not one other athlete who posed in the same magazine that serena did yo i forgot to mention that mm-hmm. there were other not just other athletes there were other tennis players right so they she didn't all the other women that play tennis that pose that was cool only serena need to be called out Ugh. how can they how can they not see uh i just how would you i just wouldn't hit sitting on a piece like that because i know i'm playing myself but of course she couldn't help it uh did she write a piece on sharapova or that other blonde tennis player who stays losing these writers aren't even trying to hide their veiled racism anymore if you take a look at the people who write the articles they're always the basicest of beckys beyonce and serena are the queens of their area and hating ass darth beckys can't stand it stay mad aj the engineer says ray bay sonny has always been one of my favorite guests and i'm happy to hear she has another podcast in the works i'll admit my feelings towards beyonce weren't that strong in the past pretty much i didn't care whether her music existed or not those feelings have changed over the years after seeing all the black women who've been uplifted by beyonce's music i really enjoy seeing my timeline fill up when it's beyonce and black girl time and it's been infuriating as hell reading these opinion pieces from white women i really enjoy hearing the perspective karen and ray had this episode and i can't wait for those twins to arrive peace y'all yeah one of the things that also sucks about it is um people will um like i think people often don't believe they they just don't believe black women when they say stuff like well you know i get attacked for having this opinion or it's hypocritical because this or everything black women do they'll try to copy it but then they'll diss us for doing it but it's just like if you pay attention it's like it's so hard to unsee like you have to basically be willfully ignorant to not see some of this shit where you're like yo that is pretty fucked up that you know beyonce has a pregnancy announcement and it's it's trash over the top mother why why motherhood is overrated anyway as a concept and all this shit and then you know some other woman does a similar thing and she's white and it's like you will not believe how great this picture is and it changed my life and we should celebrate motherhood and stop just and you're like what what happened oh sism uh have you ever been attacked by the beehive before yes no nigga i'm in the hive ah uh yes four percent of our audience has been attacked by the beehive before um i would say i'm sorry but i wouldn't really need to know on an individual basis what the fuck you said right because if you said some fuck shit i'm like you deserve that i'm not even gonna lie some of y'all play too much right some of y'all like you say timing is everything the Mm -hmm. second people come out and be like oh shit and here you come flicking your ass and just uh uh pick me twitter and people like you get the fuck out of here so i gotta you know i gotta hear but nah as of now i don't feel bad for you Mm Mm-hmm. so uh, i would have to see guys sorry uh and then no never been attacked uh i'm in that group i've never been attacked either Mm -mm. but uh well it used to be in that group 
and that's 41 percent of our audience that hasn't even been attacked by the beehive mm-hmm. uh and 54 percent of our audience nigga i am in the hive that's me now so mm-hmm. i have done some attacking okay i won't lie sometimes i see these these pieces and i just straight up go up in your mentions like uh what had happened is you need to apologize um you know because it's, it's, it's a graduating it's a gradual thing you know a year ago two years ago three years ago maybe i would have just said no but now we buzzing on these niggas oh welcome to the club sugar babe said no you welcome to the club karen because uh you was like how you find all these beyonce articles and you was like why ain't nobody tell me about this picture with what? her posing know. with the middle fingers in her pregnancy clothes and i said uh why don't you have the beyonce topic already saved on your apple news app i, I didn't know that was a thing i will get on it mm-hmm. oh you still ain't did it but you and high okay <laughs> okay look you leave me alone okay you still ain't did it it's been uh almost 24 hours how are you gonna attack me you wonder why i'm finding all this news huh (laughs) add add it to the feed (laughs) sugar bay says i'm a car carrying member who is always in formation for when beyonce says so my hive them makes me go on instagram report people as spam for abusive talking shit about b or blue and serena and fyi there's a committee meeting in march to vote yay out as chief officer of the hive the Trump thing was a nail in the coffin. Miss Tina would be an obvious choice, but she's family. We need an unrelated person whose standup is fervent to the point of crazy. Suggestions welcome. Um, I mean, probably uh, Fury and Crystals. I mean, that would be my choice. I mean, I've you know maybe elect them. Um, yeah that's that's why my choice you know john Mayer trying to slide in now so i'm like oh i really love her uh the way she was dressed at the all-star game john man if you don't get your racist dick ass out of here Mm-mm. apologize first right shout out to what's the t apologize shout out to nick apologize oh clan penis talking about some oh look at beyonce i want to wear that when she get done man how about you apologize for being a racist and have a racist penis mm-hmm we're also potentially looking at adele hosting the white woman half stardom brunch while <laughs> while at her concert in montreal last year she spent almost five minutes lamenting that she missed seeing beyonce in concert in new york sign leader of the montreal beehive thank you we'll take that under advisement um all right uh maylock snuffleupagus was an episode we had well, we discussed milton papadopoulos and a bunch of other stuff and we had seven comments a lot of comments this week um let me scroll down to see what you guys had to say about what we had to say uh mimi oh wait no even further down hold on okay yeah yeah mimi mimi says hearing rod mispronounced this horrible man's last name throughout the story had me cackling at 6 30 a.m at the breakfast table loving it let this man's reputation burn the smithereens yeah that's the thing man a person like him just wants his name out there so you really can't get it like i just don't want to feed into his shit so i don't want to call him by the right name or put his shit in our show notes and shit like that and i know it's petty and i know it probably ain't even gonna help or hurt anything but fuck that man i'm gonna be calling him uh silo pedophilus the whole time ha <laughs> ha mm-hmm. says i was in my car driving and I almost fell out when he called him maylox lol 
thank you uh kung fushis you know our boy like dante he was on the show um not too uh not too long ago ryan seacrest works like he doesn't have white privilege that aaron carter song and situation uh uh might be the whitest thing ever in the uh history of a segment the cheese might have been thrown to him instead of off the table love you guys thank you so much for having me on last week hey thank you for coming oh, on oh you're welcome baby and he does work like i don't never know if i'm gonna work again so he's mm-hmm. like shit i'm taking all of the jobs far says rod you already know what it is mar and miko yanni spent the one-on-one interview basically bigging each other up mar said he didn't agree with him on certain issues but they spent the majority of the time lamenting whiny liberals yeah that's what they do like that's the thing for both of their brands it helps them to make people on the left mad because y'all not y'all i'm sorry to say that a lot of people keep tuning in to his bullshit like there ain't no other choice but we'll see because i mean the guess he booking now i'm like maybe he getting desperate because these motherfuckers have no credibility and they're just on there to be contrarians and say stupid shit and he's he's playing the middle as if there's some type of uh value in being like this guy's opinion is as valid as larry wilmore's opinion and they both deserve to be on my platform he thinks that's a positive and i think that's a negative we just see the world differently um but look if he want to have uh uh mellow patronus on the show that's what he can do uh uh, shannon says when you said director barry jenkins in the middle of fucking with black people my heart skipped to beat i facepalmed and all the moonlight's greatness flashed before my eyes i thought i was gonna have to say goodbye to it forever i was so happy when that story had zero fuckability be careful i drive while listening to this that movie is so amazing you know what shannon i'm gonna not be careful i'm gonna keep you on your toes (laughs) pay attention to the road eve says i think that michael fluffalophagus is a joke and just says provocative things to get attention i don't even think he believes half the things he says which makes it even worse yeah that's you know eve i'm with you i'm with you like a lot of people think that shit makes it harmless and i'm like no that makes the shit way worse you're that's diabolical yeah like if not that it's (laughs) not that i think is quote-unquote good but if someone fundamentally believes some bullshit at least there's a they have some level of integrity where i'm like i don't fuck with this person at all but they honestly believe this fucked up thing right this dude don't i don't even think he believes it. it's just like what can i say what can i say why would you give somebody like that a platform it's so stupid um so uh she goes on and bill mark and just go straight to hell for giving that douchebag a platform yeah i love that this all started weeks ago for us on the show being like bill mark ain't shit and and now he's done everything he can to prove that true uh bill mark and mario wait marlo casophagus uh can <laughs> i can both go to the edge of the flat earth and jump off of it sign Kyrie Irving. <laughs> that's one really dark night and the poll the poll was easy it was should cover girl fire james charles he was the person that said that shit about uh going to africa he's gonna get a ebola yep they get his ass out of there yes i don't care and no no 2.3 percent said no i don't care 48 percent of y'all said y'all don't even care and half of y'all said yeah go just fire his ass yeah i don't you know i don't know there's too many other people you can have right that ain't problematic and that you don't have to defend 
i feel like people just feel like an attachment to uh i just feel like people feel like an white people specifically feel an attachment to the idea of having a job so they feel like nothing a person does or says should ever lose them a job to where if you're black you know that getting a job is already a rigged system to gear towards uh helping white folks anyway so it's like why the fuck would i covet your ability to get a job you'll land on your feet way quicker than if a black person lost a job no like have you looked at the unemployment rates what are you talking about like you fucked up an opportunity with some shit you shouldn't have said it happens and i won't feel bad for you yep like people treat that shit like like he came online and went you know what man i think people i'm just sick of people persecuting me as a gay man and got fired you know it's not the same that's not what happened it's not uh q becky at march blossom says okay so i just listened to oh wait i'm sorry this episode 1388 labia lipstick okay so i just listened to the segment where karen says she changed her mind on a period party i'm literally crying your thoughts are so touching and inspirational karen women really need knowledge to and to know their body is fine i can't i come from a house where i if i ever brought up that i was on my period near men and my family the reaction was disgust or don't talk about that yuck or i don't need to know that even if it was relevant to the conversation regarding like why you can't go swimming it takes some time to unlearn that shame that men in my life taught me and so many other women i love you karen i'm so happy you changed your mind oh oh thank you that's what i'm talking about man mm-hmm. because i realized i can't speak for everybody but i realized that you can be um like i said you can be tarnished as a child on how you view your body and it's a lot of adults and grown women who view their bodies as dirty view their bodies as nasty view their bodies as less than and they pass that tradition on to their daughters you know it's a lot of men who live in homes with women and homes with girls where they don't go by sanitation napkins they don't go by uh panty liners they don't go by anything dealing with a woman they don't go by douche you don't want to purchase anything dealing with the woman even though you live in a house with a woman and even though you fucking fuck a woman you don't purchase these things you have women they don't talk to their husbands about their periods or any of these don't talk to them about cramps or in, and that's unrealistic because the man is also a fucking part of the household too he should also be involved he should sit down with his daughter and talk about it but i think not only do women have hangups like she said men have hangups too when men are taught women are dirty women are nasty we don't talk about periods that's something you don't understand you can't you can learn if you choose to but most men opt out of that conversation her period go get your mama Mm-hmm. and you're like um dog you an adult too i mean your daughter ought to be able to talk to you too you know mama can't get it hey daddy can you run to the store real quick and or go to the store with your daughter and be like you know let's see what kind we're going to get or oh, that's something your mama handles you know because no matter what people say it's a lot of people that I, in my opinion need to break the tradition of gender roles a lot of people have gender roles ingrained into their souls Mm -hmm. and it's gonna take everything to break the tradition even though you're quote-unquote open-minded even though you support lgbtq even though you support transgender deep down in your soul there's certain things that you feel only a man should do and you feel only a woman should do and that is deep-rooted in a lot of people and that shit has got to be broken yeah that's why i'm not here for gender roles gender bagels gender biscuits um 
whether it's like ginger just ginger cornbread even i i don't mess with any of them um <laughs> they, they now me i eat them all they got a know. lot of carbs uh um, i don't discriminate yeah i just think also i mean i i just think it's so silly to to shame women out of that shit because right. but i mean we're such a puritanical society but the you can just i think so much happens and so much of our society's hatred and shit like that towards women stems from just an early age and we just pass it down into these little girls like you you nasty you are going to grow up and be a nasty thing you are going to be you should be ashamed keep your legs closed keep your uh you know like just so like it's so much shame attached to just being a woman um and we just consider it normal you know right uh and we definitely don't pass that down to boys in the same way i'm not saying everybody's out here like gung-ho every boy can just fuck anybody but this is a lot more common that people are like it's okay for a boy to be you know like sexually aggressive it's okay for a boy to be like it's almost like something's wrong with a boy who's not out here just trying to fuck girls right this you automatically call them gay even if they're right. not because you feel like something wrong because you ain't going after pussy and even like with humor like we diffuse a lot of shit with humor right because like boys laugh and joke about jacking off and trying to get laid and smell my finger and shit and it's like these nasty but somewhat it, it takes the seriousness out of the whole thing as opposed to you must open your legs and choose the right one to let into the tunnel of god or whatever it's like the pressure is so much more on girls in that respect and i think part of that stems from like the solemn seriousness of you have a you're now having a cycle and we have to like you have to start looking at the world you're like as a terrible place now and it's sad but i mean the world is can be a terrible place but it's just kind of sad that uh that's the way it's seen as opposed to like welcome to the beginning of womanhood welcome to the you now have the ability to create life inside of you you now have um you know like like you're now um starting to mature you know like it's a it's not a positive it's it's just seen as a bad thing right and 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 even with that uh that's why you still have some grown women who still feel like any because sex quote-unquote is considered dirty and nasty so for a lot of women they don't even enjoy sex they've never had an orgasm Every, you know we don't even do oral sex you know we just put your penis in my vagina and that's all we're gonna do we're not doing any of the other stuff because i i don't want to be considered quote-unquote nasty so the only time we fuck is for um you know to reproduce and if we're not fucking reproduce what the fuck are we fucking for and a lot of women buy that a lot of women a lot of men quote-unquote say they want that but they don't want that right. because when they do get that it's a problem because i want to fuck you out side of we just trying to make a baby but she's like nope this is what i've been taught this is what i've been told i don't want to be dirty i don't want to be nasty i don't want you to think i'm some skank a hoe or slut no 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 and it causes a lot of problems because she has uh her, her sexual desires have been suppressed because society has taught her you are not supposed to have these sexual desires you are not supposed to want your pussy age you're not supposed to want to suck a dick you're not supposed to want to have anal sex you're not supposed to want to do these things if you desire to do these things there's, there's something wrong with you not the fact that these desires are normal and um to, to go a little further like i've t- heard my some of my uncles like family members 
like when some of their daughters got their periods they cried mm. you know and it was like they cried because it was, i think for the first time the realization that their daughters you know were actually adults not adults as far as age yeah but, yeah but, but going to, they were entering adulthood right and that's the first time i ever even heard of that like a man just getting emotional about you know because because subconsciously men know how fucked up the world is for women even the men that 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 perpetrate that shit still know the world is fucked up for women that's why so many men are like you know they talk down on women and all this shit and what women need to do and all this and then they have a daughter and it's not even that their tune necessarily changes but the reality of the world like they're overprotective of their daughter because of how fucked up they are and how fucked up they know the world is and can be towards women it's i mean it's all cyclical but you know back to the point i think a lot of that shit starts from just the inception of you know having a menstrual cycle you know like in the just like boom and now all this pressure is on this this girl you know and like i said uh i'm sure it's not for everybody i'm sure not uh, you know every person's different i just didn't see the big deal of people coming down on that one woman for having a party and i really think um the world would be a better place if we got to the point where coming into womanhood could be celebrated the same way that coming into manhood is celebrated you know right um because we definitely have you know these coming of age parties and ideas and stuff for men that you know it's all it's like coming into manhood is a big ass like yeah you made it welcome you know a big ass pat in the back and it stays with people and also another reason i think you know uh a like a kind of a celebration or something would be better um for coming into womanhood is because a lot it seems like we don't talk enough and then a lot of these people end up stupid right so then we have schools and we have politicians and we have like religious people that they they capitalize on the fact that you will feel sexually repressed that you will feel nasty that you are supposed to feel bad they capitalize on that to keep people ignorant and to keep this cycle going to where it's like how do we make it so people won't discuss these things in school while they won't have a scientific approach to it and part of it is by making it not fun like let's just make it as fucked up as possible so that you'll be so ashamed you won't embarrassed even of what your body's doing that you have no control over but we'll make you so embarrassed of it you won't be curious you won't ask questions you won't want to know you know we're not going to talk to you about when it's okay to have sex on your uh you know once you have a cycle uh we're not going to talk about um you know the intricacies of uh pregnancy and birth control and we're not like we're just not gonna talk about any of it because i mean it's so shameful you should be ashamed you know i think all that shit stems from that and i don't think i mean we're just a couple people on a podcast i don't think this idea is gonna like catch on or nothing but it just seemed very like and and i don't know that this is even the right solution i just think we just seem so negative towards one gender's coming of age compared to the, the other and, and there's no way that that doesn't affect people for the rest of their lives it's just no way you know because right. you're that's a the shit that having a 13 got some people fucked up and they 50 60 80 like mm-hmm. that's an impressionable time and i think the way we react to things it, it, it changes a lot man so try to be positive man try to be a positive influence on people man right and it's hard to unlearn things and i think that 
um, when you talk about, um, when we talked about period parties, I can only speak for me, but a lot of it is that the visceral reaction is based off of things that happen to you, not the reality that it could be better, not the reality that, not trying funny, your experience was just fucked up. And mm. there could be positive experiences, and there could be great experiences, and it doesn't have to be this sad, dread, dreadful, somber moment. You know, some girls can can get their periods and be open and be honest and be be free about it. Versus all of a sudden, the first conversation is, "Don't bring no babies in my house," when you might not even understand what the fuck fucking is or being mm-hmm. intimate is. That's kind of almost the first thing that's kind of implied when you're going well i don't even know what the hell is happening with my fucking body what are you talking about here uh particularly like i said i can't speak for everybody else but i started my people at nine years old so a lot of a lot of concepts i had no idea what was happening no idea what was going on and for me it actually just came on in the middle of my sleep like i just woke up one day was like what the fuck is this Hmm. um all right back to the comments uh d ramsey ph dunn says oh my god labia lipstick is a big no for me hashtag white men are always poking around in the vajayj ah nick ju says hey boo- oh nick ju hey baby hey booze another great show you all are killing it as usual karen when you told your period story i just wanted to drive to you and hug you for hours oh my mom started hers when she was almost 19 i was 11 we hadn't talked about it because she thought she had time i thought i was dying mm-hmm. i was so traumatized i hate the stigma society has on periods and the shame that surrounds it my dad said you know you can have a baby now and that was the extent of my birds and bees talk come on i'm also now team period party hey welcome to the party motor mario y'all uh it's a thing that should be celebrated so stay still uh okay <laughs> abrupt transition but yes stay still I've been hesitant to speak about her because I can only imagine as a woman in her field with her visibility, she catches a lot of flack in general. She's so whack though. I don't think anyone deserves harassment at all ever. She just seems to want validation for her whiteness and maybe a bit bitter. She doesn't appear white enough. She has to tell everyone that she's white slash mixed. I'm always weary about racial women who lead with black girls don't like me. I'd venture to guess it's probably not because you're white, sis. Anywho, love you both down. Keep doing what you do thank you nick Jew. Mm-hmm. thank you yeah i man like i said i don't want to add to that woman's burden but she she really she just does she's very frustrating because right. she does that thing where she clearly doesn't ever speak about race unless it's to tell black people we ain't shit and it's just like what am i supposed to think of you come on you know like these white people are never going to accept you at face value so you spend all this time on the internet talking about how black people ain't shit so that you can become their little mascot man but that ain't no way to live life you know and i'm sorry that black people hurt your feelings i'm so i really am sorry that black people hurt your feelings i'm sorry you've heard push but people are human and they're gonna have pushback to some of the shit you're saying right and maybe you should examine their humanity and why the fuck they think you're wrong rather than turning on i'm the real victim and black people are so rude and mean maybe you should look at yourself man because yeah she's just she's she's uh she's not she's a trip um noir dynamite says 
those will smith puns were good stuff you damn near got all the will smith hits the six degrees of separation pun was my favorite on of the bunch had that doctor aborted will smith there would have been a lot of men in black at will's funeral (laughs) 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 tonguey face emoji keep them puns going i will i will uh (laughs) that's good though uh jay writes in only a white man would think of that bullshit i swear they always try to come up with some shit to try and shame women about their bodies i read about this story the other day on facebook i was like really uh hc says i was concerned that milo and karuchi stories colliding in the same episode would disrupt the space-time continuum or at least result in a four-hour long episode of youtube calling them all the names except their own yeah um karen didn't get any uh karuchi train uh hating on the name and i'm glad because she was talking about being beat up by chris brown and getting his restraining order just didn't feel like the time to to be making fun of that lady's name um not this time not this time not, not this time i can't get uh, it yeah i can't I, nah, I can't promise you but the next story oh god uh <laughs> max says did you really say a 20 million dollar go fund me for a wedding doctor please yeah, I don't know what that dear sister was thinking. Really Dark Knight says, Hi, Ryder Queen Karen. This nonsense with Sage still really has me fucked with. Doesn't she have any girlfriends, black ones, that can pull her to the side and tell her what's up? She now reminds me of GOP whack chick. I think she feels like a hero to some folks, white ones, when she talks bad about black people. I think that if she took a look around to see who's dapping her up, it might give her a pause. Then again, she might be cool with that. Right? Yeah, that's I'm thinking the latter because mm-hmm. like that's one of the things I think about man like certain shit I say if if the wrong people are bigging it up I start I'm like maybe I'm wrong like I, I don't think a lot of people have that in them no, but don't. I definitely have that in me I'm like like if I said some shit and all of a sudden all the hotel niggas start just retweeting it I'm like uh mm-hmm. I shouldn't have said it let yeah, me delete maybe, that maybe. let me question this like these niggas are never right I'm not happy because they on my never side right. today like that's wrong um also it hurt me to my soul to look on google and see that wnba player who complained about lesbians in the wnba was black come on sis nobody knows who the hell you are and this is a way to get people to buy your book i'm here to tell you nobody gonna buy that shit girl buy yeah i know she going through all this and everybody about to look at that book like i don't want to read about if i don't want to watch the wnba i'm definitely not reading about it come on uh that's like, like who was her like who was her fan base oh maybe that's it people that hate the wnba and certainly want to read about how i hate it and it's like that's not how this works <laughs> like you, you hate something popular if you're gonna hate if you're gonna if you gotta go to hate route to sell books hate something that people everybody hates uh that's popular then uh aj the engineer says i promise y'all i had just gotten done with another black folks need to do this conversation with my friends before listening to this episode they didn't see anything wrong with oregano steals comments and agreed that she said some things black folks quote unquote needed to hear then they told me that i can't gloss over things and just blame white people i told them to hold my drink they gave me a bunch of reasons why stuff is wrong with the black community it pretty much was a discussion of black folks were mean to me and that needs to stop i told them that their experiences were valid but any moment in time white people were fucking things up way more i also made the comment that white folks meanness can be dangerous and deadly i honestly can't stand the criticism of the black community from other black people when we have trumps and and migos on tv uh i really appreciate this uh podcast and the community 
and he didn't say Migos, guys. I tried to change it. Um, ah. uh, I really appreciate this podcast and the community around it because it reaffirms how many different types of black people are out there and how badass we all are. Black history! Peace, y'all. Thanks, AJ. And yeah, man, that sucks, man. That's the thing about anti-blackness and white supremacy and shit. It's in a lot of, it's in all of us. Like this is this ain't all of us, man, and and there are black people that really accept that shit, and there's places you can go where they really pass that down to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, the poll was easy: Chris Brown, dangerous deuce bag, or just a kid making mistakes. One hundred percent said dangerous douche bag. I know it's so very rare. One hundred percent poll, no comments though. Yeah, cause he ain't no kid. Mm uh the po- and then uh the last episode is 1389 the junk where we recapped uh the walking dead with our girl miss smart mm-hmm. and we had two comments d ramsey ph dunn says right you know how good and you know good and darn well richard's plan was basic daryl beat that ass and told him if she even sneezing it's on and pop locking listen i feel what you're trying to say i do but just because a plan basic don't make it not good. I didn't say the shit was elaborate. I just said it was a good plan. And if your ass was the first one on the firing squad, like you was going to be the one they back to death, if the kingdom get fucked up, you damn right I'll kill that old lady and set up to die. Ah! Think I give a fuck? I'm surprised Richard ain't just left yet. Like That's the only bad part of his plan. I'm going to be like, well, what are these other niggas talking about? But I guess he just realized that wherever he goes the motherfucking uh savior's gonna be pop following so but yeah mm -mm, dog y'all gonna stop hating on richard dog he i mean just imagine if you watched this show you didn't know who carol was you'd be like yeah set her old ass up fuck i care about ezekiel and this old lady uh three favorite scenes from this episode one carol and daryl reunite but he lied two daryl put morgan van jones in check ass in check but Daryl, all lives matter. They're not bad people just because they voted for Trump. Uh, Rick and the Thunder. Now I want to see Morgan Van Jones on CNN arguing and shit with that stick. Oh no! <laughs> the cheesemaker told me that some of these people voted for Trump, but they're still good. Oh lord! Rick and the Thunder don't walk out. Ask aka Winslow battle. Yeah, that that was yeah. Rick got fucked up uh lastly mr swisher writes in we about to get flashbacks of rosita's past or we about to hear about her hopes and dreams and you know what that means i believe her death will facilitate carol's return to the killing game love the show Mm. i wonder if carol was even close with rosita like that would she even know if she gets killed i don't think she was tight with rosita in my opinion i don't think it's one of the things but she knew of rosita but i don't think they were tight like that yeah i think only I, well low-key man it's it's not really a prediction but i mean they've set it up it could happen low-key i think the death of daryl might bring carol back mm-hmm. and they have they do they do have daryl leaving the kingdom right nobody knows ahead in the hilltop so yeah, it's no. possible he could be spotted all right and i don't know if he's really going where he said he's really going right so who knows um and the poll was with a new group betray rake's group yes or no karen no okay 57 57% say yes and 43% say nope that's a close poll mm-hmm. uh let's get into these voicemails which uh this week i actually didn't get to pre-screen so i hope nobody was up to no bullshit 
we'll find out in a second we sure will live on the air hi Rod and Karen this is I noticed you have someone named EVE, which is really close to my name, so I'm going to be IVE, so you can differentiate. Um, it would be so bomb if you guys play my voicemail because I put some of my friends onto your show, um, as well as This Is Me. I'm calling for This Is Me. This last episode really did hit me in the gut. I cried like a baby. Um, it was just so sad to see, you know, the father die, but... Um, Anyway, I just want to thank you guys for putting me on to the show. I love your show. I love listening to you guys. Thank you for everything you do. Bye-bye. Aw. Baby. First of all, What's me that? and Bossy are honored that you uh, are enjoying this too Aww, much. I'm about to say, yeah, that was for you and Bossy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then secondly, um, thank you for putting your friends onto the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Frizz. Welcome. Frizz of IVE, welcome to the party, okay? Better late than never. Next uh, voicemail. Hello, Rod. Hello, Karen. Um, this is Rue, a.k.a. Kinky Hot Curl on Twitter. This is Rue, uh, shortly for the long time, back again. Um, just going to say thank you all this week for all the content. That was awesome. Uh, I, I guess I'm one of the ones that enjoy uh your the walking dead recap uh this week was uh junk the junk the cons or my mother would say the junkin ass people with all that junk on the floor get it <laughs> um i enjoyed your guest that was cool miss smart is very good uh you know i'm gonna pray for her you know handbag struggle is real you know your purse it's like it's a part of you and when you miss it, you missing you missing like like if you like missing like your boo or something like you're missing it like it has everything. So Karen broke it down to you what we all carry, but you know handbag, you know pocketbook struggle is like everything for me. I carry like all of what Karen said and like a copy of the like what is it the Constitution you know that I got from uh, the ACLU I donated that one time you know and they were like hey we want you to see you again and I'm like nah I'm good I just want the Constitution just in case I have to you know read it or hit somebody with it you know because it's real out here in Trump's America you know that's what Trump's America do to you eh? so I just want to say that and I enjoyed it and and this was a good um, explanation of um just gonna say you know Richard you're a dick not even a good one. You're, you're, you're horrible setting up people like that, and you guys called it, you know, ingenious plan. Yeah, but that's that's a that's a that's horrible. That's a horrible move. But I guess because um, you know, if we miss Carol, you know, we gonna riot. It's gonna be something, you know. So his ass whooping was apt. Yeah. So and Gabe, I guess you redeem yourself. Okay, you know, I guess he wasn't really gonna kill anybody, you know. All right, whatever. But this was a good episode. And it was a good re- recap of this episode y'all had and good guests and good everything. So this is me and love you both. Love Miss Smart. Love everything. And I'm gone. Thank you. Aww. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Um, oh, also, uh, I will say this. The fucked up part of Richard's plan was that he told Daryl too much information. So I'll give y'all that. Like, you probably should have just said, oh, my plan is to kill these saviors on the road and lead them into a trap or something and then they'll come make us fight or something he should have said something mm-hmm. like that because tell him daryl all that information led to him finding out that carol was alive and then daryl ain't never gonna you know 
side with you against carol that was mm-hmm. that's stupid uh all right last voicemail definitely make that happen i'm gonna talk to justin well his arms hurt but uh by the time if hopefully he'll be playing soon because we're gonna definitely make it happen before you go to the d man we don't want you to uh have to travel that far to come see us um but yeah we're gonna make that happen dog uh so and and i got your calendar too i I, I just been lazy i gotta mail it i'm gonna mail it today uh thank you so much for your support bro it means a lot to us sincerely um so and yeah we're gonna make it we're gonna make it happen dog mm-hmm. uh we got a bunch of emails so actually let me st- oh, create the next session okay. now no problem because I, I i didn't know if it was gonna be a two-session show or not in one second uh and then when it's time we'll switch over to that session um and i'll let me start these emails all right cool i've created it um all right let's go to this one this is from minerva8843 who says a message of thanks from minerva8843 dear rod and karen i've been listening to your show for a couple of years now i was introduced through listening to twib and hear rod calling every so often from that i find your show um but first i balked at the oh wait no i read this one last week okay all right cool cool all right go back and do another one all right nerd geek ninja says hey rod and karen i hope this gets in before the feedback show starts well guess what it did not but it got in before this one did uh it's Amon, nerd geek ninja on instagram and twitter i haven't called or written in in quite a while i've been busy revamping my life and taking notes from all the people who inspire me you and karen being amongst those so i just wanted to stop and show y'all some love for everything you do even when i'm behind on episodes i love seeing the child up on the ingram which i'll up to on the instagram and the twitter i love your new hair color karen thank you thank you uh guys for all your inspirational uh, inspiration really today is my birthday and i'll check it some first of all happy happy belated birthday happy belated birthday baby and i'm happy some of my long time go to check some of my long time goes off the list last year i started my duala business i hope uh, i know i'm pronouncing that wrong i'm sorry mm-hmm. uh up again i'm promoting my art work more and regaining confidence in what i create and i started a podcast this year and i've had the idea for over three years i just didn't have the confidence hey well that's dope mm-hmm. congratulations uh sometimes my inner charlie brown will pop up and say what if Ryder can are just so inspirational that they'll inspire mediocre people to do things that they have no business doing then my inner karen says do you baby you should believe in yourself and then she goes on a rant about black women and self-love that leads to another rant about agent orange's president and why you can't start a damn podcast 
love you guys thank you again iman uh well uh oh and then uh, if you have the nerd geek ninja podcast on instagram okay so you got nerd the name of the podcast is nerd geek ninja all right cool i'm gonna add it to my rotation and um also uh if we inspire mediocre black people to go out and do things they have no business doing uh that's really that that's the best compliment that's, we can have for the show that's the goal in life baby yeah get y'all ass out there and get all the credit for being mediocre come on uh get more credit than you deserve that's 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 equality mm-hmm. queen sugar this is from gwen hi rod and karen hope you guys are doing well i really wanted to let you know that i enjoy listening to the show and staying informed on the latest issues i love your recaps of this is us i don't know if you can if you watch the show or not but i would love it if you could reconsider doing a recap of queen sugar it's one of the greatest shows on cable thanks again for a great podcast love gwen y'all you do off-season review for that one don't you uh you don't do that one at all i can't remember i remember like karen i was waiting on karen to catch up for a long time but you know how she is guys you, you, you know it's just i'm about to say yeah we probably do a well you can do find somebody else i don't know when i'm gonna get caught up off season yeah somebody i thought karen was gonna season. be in for the long ride with me on this one y'all and she let us all down really <laughs> we um, were rooting for you we were all rooting for you i love queen sugar i just you know um i just didn't i mean i definitely know we won't be doing a uh episode by episode review i don't think because i think it comes on around the same time as walking dead if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. um, but uh yeah if i did a review it'd probably be off season i don't know sometimes i just watch stuff and i don't review it because yep. you know I, we're not necessarily a tv show review podcast and then also i you know when i review stuff like i I take notes and i watch it more than once and all that stuff and sometimes i just want to sit back and relax and enjoy a show and i love queen sugar um but like i said i i didn't want to just review it alone uh at the time and uh i didn't want to do a a episode by episode review either so i mean but it's still one of my favorite shows and i I'm, i'm caught all the way up and i watch it so um all right let's see what else we got here um you guys really need to get on caring more about watching stuff okay i'm not the one that's in the I'm wrong t- don't don't waste your time i'm telling you right now Mm-mm. y'all gotta mm-hmm. she just be in that playing a game mm-hmm. ignoring y'all needs yep. fans yep. amber writes in thank you i've been meaning to write you both for some time and yet i always find myself for one reason or another unable to put down how grateful i am to both of you for everything you do on your podcast i started listening to y'all after the election and like most of white liberal america i was frozen by fear and the hatred that i saw come out of the election of he who must not be named aka our white man um and i can and i was seeking to find ways to be a better ally and accomplish accomplish to people and accomplice to people of color i happened upon the interracial john which i also listened to and then i heard them talk about how amazing the blackout tips podcast was well you know we love drew and leslie's all all reciprocal over here the first episode i listened to captured me and i haven't stopped listening although i'm not able to listen to each episode i try to listen to them as often as i can as a white queer clergy person i thought i was already a good ally to people of color yet i hadn't taken time to listen to honest thoughts and about the news racism and life from black and brown voices when i first started listening to y'all i had to do a lot of checking my own white fragility my own white tears hell i didn't even know what white fragility was to hear the truth of of what y'all were saying 
i'm not always good at it but i keep trying all of this to say thank you thank you for your wisdom intelligence and no hold bars approach to the news and expression of your perception uh perspectives rod thank you for continually presenting different sides to issues that i never uh have thought about the ease at which you present different perspectives challenges me to see things that i'm often blinded to because of my white privilege your love of nerd culture honoring supporting women's voices and quick wit puns never cease to amaze me karen thank you for so passionate first of all uh, thank you back appreciate it thank you uh karen thank you for so passionately expressing my own thoughts and beliefs you you've talked about anger that fuels your passion for speaking out in support of black women the lgbtqia community and those most marginalized and for those reasons and more i so appreciate your wisdom and feel honored to learn from you the ease at which you laugh admit to not knowing things and simply just don't give a fuck about certain aspects of white culture help me continue laughing learning and challenges me to re-examine what it means to be white a white ally for racial justice because of y'all and the podcast i've been more vocal in my own communities about supporting black and brown artists challenges systemic racism and working to dismantle white supremacy yo that's dope uh, mm-hmm. it has more she has more hold on i gotta go to the next uh session real quick mm-hmm. uh, we'll be right back on with that oh thank, thank you baby and you know a lot of times it's the little things that count and a lot of changes don't happen instantly um and when it comes to a lot of this stuff it's very it's human nature and it's very hard to self-check because self-check will mean admitting that you were wrong you don't know always know the answers the things you were taught were wrong you know things have been instilled and you ain't right and that's very very hard for people to come to the realization that it's some shit that you believe that just ain't right people don't want to reject something that they have always deemed as correct yeah and it's emotional because like you had that moment of being like i was wrong about something and everybody does how seriously you take that moment is predicated upon a lot of shit you know um especially when someone's telling you that you're not the center of the universe or you didn't have it as hard as you think or there are people that are having things worse than you or more deserving than you or there are people that you just take for granted and shit like people no one likes hearing that shit you know like and and i think almost all the time people's first reaction is wrong you know because that's your first reaction and i think also sometimes you look back and you feel shame yep because it's like i'm ashamed of where i was compared to where i am now but i try to not worry about that because you know a lot of people you know uh feel like you know guilt and shame are like the the best out the best weapons to get people to to change and to do the right by people and they're not wrong they they often are but i think to have the resilience uh the vigilance to keep on caring about people it can't just be shame and guilt Mm -mm. like because that's also in there too yeah like that's also patriarchal like it's Mm -hmm. also a reflection of pity and looking down on somebody and that's that's not really equality either you know it's not seeing everybody as the same but seeing everybody as worthy of, of and, and equal you know seeing right. seeing everybody as having something to add to this to to this to this life you know so um i think that's a hard place to reach for a lot of people um also i don't know that i'm particularly uh necessarily gifted in any way that i have necessarily earned i just feel like i'm 
i just have a lot of empathy but i can't turn it off so it's not like i wake up and i'm like well let me figure a way out that this is wrong it's like i just certain shit i just it's just the way i see the world and i'm sure i'm wrong on shit too sometimes or i just don't know better or whatever like because everybody's like that but certain shit is just like especially being a person that's black in america i just kind of come back to that and i'm like what about this situation makes me think about my situation and that's normally how i navigate the world um so you know as a person that you said uh is uh, uh on the spectrum lgbtq uh ia um as, as somebody like i'm sure you've had your, and especially a clergy woman like i'm sure you had your moments where you like yeah this is fucked up like this is only happening to me because i you know because right. I'm, I'm queer in some way this is like this is only happening to like and so i just think about that feeling when i'm navigating the the world and i think about other people and i don't want them to have to feel like i feel and i don't want to make them feel that way if i can help it you know because i don't i mean and some people just don't have a thing you know some people aren't a woman some people aren't um lgbtq some people aren't whatever you know like wherever they're at they're just like i'm not any of these things so the the whole concept is foreign to them you know they just can't imagine uh how anybody else feels about something but i just can't uh, um i wouldn't want to live a life where i didn't think about other people and i don't know i correct you know when i hear how cold and callous people are towards other people Mm -hmm. it just i don't know it just makes you i don't know like i don't think the world can all be on the same shit at the same time but some of this stuff is just like man you really don't recognize how harmful what you're saying and doing is and you definitely don't realize how easy it is to undo some of this shit some of this shit is not like people say you have to do work and it's hard work some of this shit not even hard work like to be honest some of this shit is like if you honestly didn't give a fuck you could just let it go right like it's so much easier to let like you free yourself when you let certain shit go too because i feel like anytime you're oppressing somebody then you also are oppressing yourself like if we all connected then the shit that we do to other people comes back to us somehow too and it has an effect on us so you know like like even if there's a hierarchy in it you victimize yourself when you limit yourself to being whatever it is you think you are you know like oh i'm a man and that makes me better than women well in a lot of ways i just restricted my parts of myself that i to whatever i think is a woman thing i can't do you know so now i've restricted my own shit to limit my worldview in order to push down on somebody else so i don't know i think about shit like that all the time but i uh, i do appreciate you uh enjoying the show she also goes on as a side note when i hear sylvester's do you want to funk i often groan and brace myself for terrible news to come through my speakers ah! yet this feeling has awakened me in me a recognition that this must be similar not the same but similar to what many black and brown folks feel in the fucking with black people segment <laughs> yeah i never right. thought about that right yeah you know some bullshit about to happen right yeah it's gallows humor man you get your fun where you can and then then we go into the segment about how terrible the world is i know it's one thing when you go sylvester yeah. that thing you know you popping on that's how good that song is though. Right. every time it come on i'll be jamming i'll be forgetting that as soon as it end i gotta be like listen guys 
potty up front it's still bad mm-hmm. no one go outside ah! <laughs> i also appreciate you continually bringing up the intersectionality between race sexuality and gender identity because that as a white queer person i have privilege that queer people of color aren't given this is evidence uh when i think about queer icons often it is only white people who are mentioned and yet it was strong black drag queens and strong black transgender women that propelled our movement to, for equal rights for, forward and writing this letter i had uh to research the song y'all playing at the beginning of the lgtqia news segment and i discovered huh i don't know anything about sylvester which made me smile even more when i discovered the song was done by a black queer artist and then i thought of course they would pick something fabulous like that for the intro song yeah man i thought everybody uh listen sylvester is everything but you have to remember though sylvester it not because of our age sylvester mm. is he's a lot older so yeah, you know true. generations before us may have known about in our generation but you it might be a gap right it just feel like as soon as that song come on you like that is a black gay man and i can just tell like just, <laughs> just, just from the singing voice as soon as it get the they have something i was like mm-hmm. <laughs> get it sylvester well baby i'm glad you went and did your research and honey you're welcome and your life will be forever changed and it was my dad and my brother to put me on that song at my brother's um cook uh at his house he was playing that and i was like and we played and my uncle too was dancing carlos we played that song about 15 times Ah, like play it again (laughs) and you know the the thing about that song i'm not even gonna lie I don't even know if I've ever heard the whole song because I'm pretty sure it just repeats itself. Uh, we have heard the whole song, but that was that that one day where they played it about 15 times in a row. Okay, like play it again. Um, we white queer people are indebted to the work that queer people of color have done and still do on behalf of our fight for equal rights. And I'm deeply honored to do the rest of justice uh, to work do the work of justice beside them. In all of my ramblings, I hope to make this clear. I appreciate both of you, your work, the intentional conversations y'all are having, and the way you infuse humor, laughter, and truth within each show. Y'all are giving me opportunities to think about all the ways I can and should speak out for black and brown folks, and are challenging me to educate myself for the betterment of all people. Y'all are challenging me as a progressive white clergy person to come out for justice and use my faith perspective in ways that bring in healing, not additional pain and torment y'all have been a part of my own mental healing these past several months and i just wanted to share my gratitude oh thank, thank you. you baby yeah that's dope mm-hmm. especially the part about uh coming out for justice man like that's a real thing yes that is and baby that's that's sincere right there yeah because there's a lot i think there's a lot of people that know better and they know when something's fucked up but mm-hmm. they don't want to say anything because they don't want to be it's gonna be awkward right You're, you might lose your social standing right you know you might lose some friends man you know like that shit it sucks like i i definitely understand that man but i i don't know man something in me i would feel and like i said i'm not i don't feel like i'm on 10 all the time like I, it's not like here comes rod people love me for the most part but you know i'm the kind of person that you know would be like yeah man well this is why that's a little messed up or uh you know and i normally make it into a joke like it's normally not some you know listen brothers everyone sit down turn that music off it's time for me to teach y'all it's not like that but like you know like if i'm somewhere and um 
and i use the example often but like i was with mt and he's a white dude okay because i and i'm telling y'all that now because uh, if we were playing against the race y'all would probably say black for this next thing that he did so we were playing basketball and we were on the sideline and we were talking and some girl was on the track which is a head over the top of the basketball court and she was walking and he didn't even know her and she was a very attractive looking lady you know which uh obviously most of the guys who looked up there noticed now there's a certain level of politeness you don't stare you don't like try to you know like she's she's exercising she's not you know she's doing her she's not worried about anybody she doesn't keep that body in shape for none of the niggas on that basketball court okay so she's walking or whatever and uh you know is uh and 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 like i think we both noticed at the same time and you know we're way she can't hear us we're way across like we're probably 50 60 feet away i don't know a long way away and he was like oh you see old girl up there and i'm like oh man yeah she's beautiful or whatever and he was like yeah hey hey girl hey hey um and i'm i'm like what 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 are, what are you doing and he's like i'm just trying to get get a i'm gonna try to get that no hey girl let me get you. i said hey man if you're doing that to impress me you don't need to do that i said because she's not gonna give you her, her number that way no one does that come no on one, let me stop the exercise i had planned at the gym i pay a membership to to come all the way downstairs for this guy who yelled at me uh a girl i'm like right. that's not gonna work right. so that's- you're now so now i know you're just doing it because we both find her attractive and you want to be like oh you saw i tried to holler at that girl and i'm like you don't need to do that for me mm-hmm. i was like and then and so he make her mad. right he immediately got a little bit defensive which is as people i want to do is very much like well i mean i'm just saying man, i'm just trying to holler man i, I was like but you're not really trying to holler i was like mm-hmm. that's that that's not the appropriate place to even try to get at some girl mm-hmm. and that's definitely not the way i was like that has like a what zero percent chance of working like Mom. so so he was like um well man you know i just i don't mean nothing about it. i was like yeah but imagine you her she just came to work out she don't care about this shit like you just yelled at her i was like she might not come back to this gym she might i said it's so much shit that women go through on a day-to-day basis you know just the fact that you put on like yoga pants and come to a ymca and know people gonna probably look at your ass or whatever the fuck you know like just to be comfortable in that like in your workout clothes and it's gonna be somebody up there like she wearing them them pants so i can uh show her my dick basically i'm like you know it's it's just fucked up you know and i was joking with him like you know like dog like you look stupid right now this is corny don't do that you know like it's jokes but i'm serious too um so all that to say like at that point mt could have been like robbie on some bullshit i don't fuck with him no more i mean that would have just been what it was um i think he would have sounded stupid when he explained to people why or he could do what he did which was like man you right my bad i see what you're saying and then it, that was it it took less than five minutes to have that conversation and I, he's never done it around me since i don't know if he stopped doing it all together but he definitely hasn't done that shit around me um but yeah you have to quote unquote come out you know and this isn't even like i mean it's a serious issue street harassment is serious mm-hmm. but this isn't even as like polarizing with guys i think as like racism might be with white folks or something like 
you know certain shit is very like we'll get you up out of our life because you not on board with this shit mm-hmm. um i think being against street harassment can be polarizing but it's, i don't think it's as polarizing as you know hey man what you just said was racist because white folks just like they hear the r word and they just go off so yeah it's, it's a certain level of bravery that has to come with with being willing to call that shit out and and there's a certain amount of sacrifice because you gotta be willing to get rid of these connections or to to let people know you're not gonna back down on this principle um uh and 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 there you know i appreciate the people that do that shit because not everybody got that in them no they don't you know people judge a lot people talk shit big shit on the internet and all that but the vast majority of people don't have that in them i i know i have that confrontation thing in me um uh for good and bad i know i have it in me but i i i reckon because i do have it in me i recognize how many people don't and they just keep letting shit slide the amount of people i know who they have friends that are racist or bigoted or Mm -hmm. hotel or whatever the fuck and they just keep them in their lives because they don't have the wherewithal to tell them you're wrong and because you're wrong on this and because it's so fucked up i we can't i can't kick it with you like they'll that other person will always have the control in that relationship because they know you're not willing to sacrifice it but yet the people that claim the liberal bubble is all blah 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 those people cut off anyone that disagrees with them in a heartbeat you know how many lgbtq people can't go home you know what i mean how many people can't you know you date interracially you can't bring your boyfriend or girlfriend home your husband or wife can't you know like those people had never have a problem being outspoken and kicking us out of their their groups and shit they never have a problem Mm -mm. so um anyway that's why i was that's why i was saying when you got to come out just that was a, a a good that was a big point you brought out uh rod i heard you mention several times about being an atheist so i would in no way want to impose my own spiritual beliefs upon y'all or even form even in the form of a blessing you know that i'm sending you just know that i'm sending you good vibes light and laughter and i wish that uh you find moments of rest renewal time for yourselves individually and time together nurturing and nourishing your own spirits thanks again i'll be listening laughing right alongside your other devoted fans amber thank you amber thank you baby and uh as far as um people that you know pray or bless you or whatever to me i don't get offended by that i know some people do but uh i'm not uh and it's not like i'm saying this because i want to avoid the stereotype i just literally am not i'm just not an angry atheist type person so like i like i don't like i don't sit around being like you motherfuckers the church oh like yeah nothing happened to me to be like you know like i wasn't i don't have some I don't know like i didn't grow up in the church enough to be like really attached to it like like that anyway not that i never did anything in the church but just i never i wasn't one of those people that found my social self in church like i don't have church friends and shit like that um and then uh i also never had a thing so you know it wasn't like oh and then the teacher the preacher uh slap me and i was like fuck church and fuck everybody in it and, and secretly i'm gonna come back one day because i'm angry and just wait till the anger goes down like it's not even like that i just really uh, uh for lack of a better t- i just really don't think a lot of that's bullshit <laughs> just, <Yeah. laughs> without without trying to without 
but i'll try to take shots i'll just really be like there's no way uh this shit happened this way <laughs> like you know what i mean it's like if i read a harry potter book and somebody was like this real i'll be like come on man you know you ain't flying no broom and play fucking quidditch dog like why you making this up that's how i feel about the bible for the most part i'm like nigga a burning bush was talking to you dog for real i'm just supposed to believe it okay all right no i'm the fool no i'm stupid <laughs> And the thing is, I'm not an atheist, but I do see the hypocrisy in organized religion. So, you know, I'm like, hey, dog, hey, I can see why you think it's crazy. It, it, it's crazy to me, too. You know, I can understand why people outside could be like, where a man died and rose for the dead in three days, where, like, mm-hmm. like I can see, I, I completely understand the reality of why people think that it doesn't make sense so yeah i mean if if, uh and honestly if somebody want to like pray or bless me i don't know who would be i don't know i always find it weird when people are like don't pray for me and shit like that i'm like all right thoughts and prayers what you mean by that i'm like if you don't believe in it then what they're doing is harmless you know and what if it is true it's like a like say it's a 0.01 percent chance that some thoughts and prayers is gonna keep me from getting hit by a car today i'll take them i mean it ain't on you know even like what i'm gonna reject the help like if you think that's helping i don't know there's a lot of shit i don't know about in this world maybe maybe i just don't understand maybe it really is out there so anyway i always feel like people are being dicks when they do that Mm-hmm. you know it's like hey guys going to the hospital well thoughts and prayers fuck you man okay i'm like yo who touched you bro like what is and we went to 10 yeah like well did a did a preacher bankrupt your ass did you give him all the times like why are you so angry um 1386 my girl ray uh this is by jody uh first of all i've been crushing on ray for years now not only has she taught me, she's inspired me to learn more and speak up for myself. Create that page. You earned it. I support you, girl. You got a fan in me. Karen's motivational speech also got me falling in love. And this is loosely quoted, but don't let them dim your light. Bitch, yes. All the life. I got it all. I just love this show. I adopted y'all as my cool auntie and uncle because y'all are young enough to not be too far removed from everything that's going on, but have enough years on you to have so much wisdom. I take what y'all say so so much to heart. My favorite show, no other show, gets me like this one. Oh, Thank you, baby. Rod, Karen, you guys are the best. I had one suggestion, though. Y'all should have snatched up Ray. I love Marsha. I love Miss Sandry. I loved Ray when she was on Miss Sandry, but... The black guy with tips featuring Ray has a certain ring to it. I would have <laughs> abandoned all my other podcasts. What else would I need? But it's probably smart because I probably wouldn't focus on much else. <laughs> uh, once again, you guys are the best. Rod, Karen, as well as Ray will always have a devout fan in me. Love, Jody. Jinky's in the group. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, um, yeah, man. We love Ray too. And, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know how I would just snatch her up from somebody else, you know. She got her own agency, man. I can't be out here, you know, um, you know, disrupting the flow. Mm-mm. Uh plus also, I mean, uh the I feel like Ray is going to be a big big she's going to be big one day. We all going to be sure like, is. I can't believe she was slumming mm-hmm. coming on this damn show. Yep. She almost messed one her whole career. Like the and the little people. Mhm. 
they gonna find out she hate white women then what ah! <laughs> y'all were so on point about the beyonce hate this is from joe from california rod and karen thank you for articulating why we as black folks don't need to go out of our way to put down beyonce and by extension our black female celebrities that exhibit excellence you both had a great discussion with ray sonny about the ridiculous amount of hate b has received for doing the same thing white celebrities have done yeah no doubt I, you know what man also um there's a lot of black celebrities that give people plenty of reason to hate on them you just focus on them you know like every time you get mad at beyonce go check shade Steele's timeline and just be like oh mm-mm, no you can get it beyonce be out here like i'm against these trans laws and i'm like we gonna be mad at that so you know what i mean remember when they wanted her to cancel her concert or some shit like it just people be doing the most to make it about you know meanwhile that same person probably got like madonna in their avatar anyway uh i will admit i wasn't a fan of beyonce's music until 2013 her self-titled album also i didn't become a huge fan until limitate last year yes i used to be in the camp she can't really sing and well but you know what even back in my ignorant days you never catch me going out of my way to tweet or post that shit i knew beyonce was one of the world's best entertainers and deserved nothing but praise also there are tons of white singers with questionable voice talent and they are never criticized by the same people who attack beyonce in the mm-hmm. media as a black person i didn't see a reason for us to pile on where plenty of white people are doing it and going way beyond what's reasonable regardless i'm cured in my ways and i recognize how talented beyonce truly is and she's doing it while being unapologetically black love the show take care joe from california thank you baby glad you came around each mm-hmm. one teach one mm-hmm. uh luke writes in episode 1386 thanks for this episode you guys are always on point despite the topic i'm not a beyonce super fan but i did listen to the entire lemonade album and it's a masterpiece plus i was it was so well thought out and executed perfectly with the lemonade video sadly i wasn't expecting her to win any of the big grammys but glad that adele spoke up for her overall i hope she never appear on the grammys again if she is not even even if she's nominated that's what a lot of people like your mom me and mama talking about that yeah she shouldn't go right what's the point of even going like yeah i mean i mean but you want to be acknowledged my thing is that you want to be acknowledged among your peers like like that's my thing i think also like she has what she has a lot of grammys too so it's like you can go up there and win grammys um and not win the grammy of the album of the year and it still counts on the resume and um you know and i would understand if she didn't want to do it as well but i mean the way i see it is like she almost making a spectacle of the fact that they're doing this like at this point it's becoming pretty apparent that they got some type of grudge against her that they don't have for other people and they have a bar that's higher for her than they have for other people um and i don't know beyonce's long-term aspirations so this may be a thing where she's like i'm not gonna do this shit now because i have a plan where 20 years from now i'm gonna do the kind of album that will win a grammy so i don't you know i don't know but um, she's so future thinking yeah i, I don't ever really question that she do because she is mm. every it's time people do plan. yeah every time people do it's always like some shit pops up like a week later and you're like oh that's what that meant oh, oh okay i don't know why people are so mad you know on a side note concerning multiple categories other than urban the last black female artist to win a rock grammy was tina turner and she won record of the year also janet jackson was nominated in the rock category for black cat but did not win love listening to you guys luke the music nerd thanks luke thank you baby appreciate you Mm -hmm. uh marissa writes in 
uh from the Bronx, marissa from the bronx um episode 1386 why they scared of being serena dear rod and karen for some reason i feel like it's groundhog's day because we just had this discussion of these tired unremarkable white women in their think pieces on beyonce and now serena if we are going to have executive orders out every five minutes how about stop white people white women writing about black women for at least uh most of our lifetimes it's being preached to have motherhood uh childhood pregnancy is nothing short of god's blessing a miracle this a miracle that when women let the last 25 years started a pushback on that one side of view of being a mother by speaking of the cons such as speaking of infertility miscarriages beyonce had one postpartum depression the physical stress of pregnancy and delivery that group didn't want to hear it yet when black mothers such as michelle obama and beyonce speak out about the joys of motherhood it's no y'all black ass be quiet your your black women uh your black women uh no joy for you in any way which leads me to this idiot writing about serena and calling her si shoot softcore porn for one serena is in a one-piece bathing suit when that swimsuit issue has had women topless and covered in body plank yet this mediocre maddie comes (laughs) for serena she tried to claim she's against objectification of women liar if that was the case why not ask why sports illustrated a magazine about athletes and sports even has a swimsuit edition every year for 50 years in the first place of course she didn't ask that because it was never about objectifying women but her insecure ass being threatened by serena's bold thick sexy confidence serena and venus have been subjected to being called men managed gorillas steroid users for 20 years they show confidence as black women and it's a problem hello there there hello there were two other whole ass women tennis players also in that same swimsuit edition and yet the writer didn't call them out of course not those white women got self-esteem issues inferiority complexes and don't want a black woman who they feel are beneath them to look feel good about ourselves these hoes need to write these think those think pieces on that 53 percent that gave us president crusty the clown anyways don't mean to ramble you and karen keep being great thank you P.S. There needs to be an executive order against people who eat Kit Kats like. <laughs> oh Lord! We were doing so good, Marissa. I, we almost had it all. Marissa from the Bronx. I thought we was. I thought we was tight. I didn't. We almost had it all. We, we was, <laughs> I said I'm gonna find Marissa from the Bronx. We're gonna follow each other on Twitter. We're gonna be friends. And he had to ruin it with your Kit Kat slander. I finished reading this, but it's so sad. Uh, people who eat Kit Kats like you, right? Everybody knows you pull Kit Kats apart and eat the sides, then peel off the legs and eat them. Okay, that's me. But still, we need to protect the country ah! from Kit Kat sadists like you, right? Karen Queen, mother, get him together. La- <laughs> fast for the sake of America. Love y'all. Marissa from the Bronx. <laughs> you too. <laughs> I'm not, I'm never changing now. Um, <laughs> y'all, y'all done messed up fight me on this mm-hmm. we got some kit kats i didn't get the the last kit kats or eminem the ghost got them all the candy disappeared for some reason well you'll see what happened in kit kats i mean them eminems when you listen to balls deep uh oh lord <laughs> what you do to my candy mm. what did justin do is the question oh lord mm-hmm. oh lord at rhyme over reason uh i don't listen so i act so i can say something to justin thanks for the prime this is from dion who said just renewed my premium and shit y'all be grinding thanks for the content 
thank you thank you baby appreciate that renewal man Mm -hmm. that's the thing i get an email every time somebody renews something or well also every time people cancel and miss a payment but um you know one of the things that i love about the premium thing is i get those emails first thing in the morning and a lot of times it reminds me like you know because you can let shit can get you down issues problems people's opinions people talking shit people that think you got like the world at your feet all all that kind of shit um and you know the random people that have take issue with something and you know troll you or write shit in or whatever Mm -hmm. but uh one thing those emails reminds me every day is i'm loved like there's a lot of people on this earth that appreciate that we hear that we do what we do they appreciate our voices and they pay to support that and you know no matter how many it is that day or whatever like i like that's one of my favorite things in the day is looking at my phone and being like yo people still give a fuck about us um and that's something i never really felt at a job that i had uh where i got to check every two weeks because mm, they don't care yeah uh will oh uh, wait who right amy amy writes in uh thought this was funny cure the great work love you and karen um so much uh oh it was it was a video that dude that did you see the dude that 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 tried to uh tackle that confederate flag he ran up on him oh all right hold on let me see if i can put it in the chat guys this shit is precious though um uh it was a person that um that like i guess they were having a confederate flag uh what do we call them protest or something uh and by the way best part of this clip is at the bottom it said brie newsom to speak at cofc um arrested for removing confederate flag in 2015 right mm-hmm. so that's at the bottom of the current news report that's what they're talking about and then they're at this flag protest where they're showing this uh like this group of people that are, i don't know rallying i guess protesting i don't even know what they do when they like what is that what are, what are y'all doing racism yay you know what i mean like just thought we get our signs out to let people know in explicit terms that we are down with this schism mm-hmm. uh, and so a uh, black dude i guess got fed up and just tried to like fucking spear tackle this um this uh what you call, this uh flag out of somebody's hand oh, let's move it in 2015 oh um, you can see what's happening right now <laughs> Did you see it? In 2015. Oh. oh. <laughs> it was a right delay. Now. Okay. Yeah. Oh. In 2015. Oh. <laughs> he said, oh. Yo, he's Superman, that motherfucking uh, police oh, barrier. Oh, man. Oh. But yeah, that was good. Um, so, I thought it was funny as well. Y'all, you ever take mm mm-hmm. mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that white dude was holding on to that flag with deal, like, well like racism he was just holding on to, <laughs> <laughs> he was holding on to it like sism oh he was like i have to have it oh, episode 1389 the junk by bk at bk spidey who says love the show i think y'all were a little harsh on the junk speech patterns i have a theory that maybe they're just a group of autistic adults who decided to stick together maybe that's just a stretch but that's what i believe I, you know what man i don't know enough about autism to know 
what is i don't know enough about autism is that how autistic people talk i don't oh, i don't know I, that's, yeah that's, that's i'm, I'm I sort of ignorant know. to that so that's i'm gonna just scary. stay away from making any jokes about this uh because uh yeah i'm gonna just stay away from that uh-huh with uh nope nope not gonna fall into that trap um <laughs> so i don't know I, so i don't even know if you're joking or serious to be honest i i legitimately don't know enough uh he says we will we find out that backstory probably not the walking dead tends to not go into everybody's backstory anyway can't wait to see how rick and the gang find guns for the junk cons yeah i don't know why they talk like that man like and it was like they all talk like that too so i don't know they was they was on some other shit man mm-hmm. won't want more now like what nigga use your words what is this i think it's turning to caveman it's been two years wish i would turn into a caveman that fast i took all this time learning this hard-ass language of english for real compared to the rest of the world english is the hardest language to learn literally y'all you know what that is that's two years in the world without your that red squiggly line that's what happened to the world yes no i don't correct <laughs> if we don't have no red squiggly Ooh, lines people we, be in trouble i know i would it's gonna be chaos <laughs> y'all y'all should see what my twitter would look like without the red squiggly line Ooh. <laughs> if he told the pieces i'm like what racism am bad they was like oh what is wrong with rod today um all right uh saturday feedback not my tv host this is from uh d all right hey rod and karen i've been listening to you guys almost every day for what feels like my entire life your show is the daily dose of blackness that makes me feel like i'm in a room full of black people while i'm at my white ass job lord knows i need this podcast now more than ever despite your occasional new york slander yes son i'm dad ass from brooklyn b and your questionable eating habits i eat my grits with cheese butter and syrup to come on man i almost threw up in my mouth i can't be saying stuff like that without trigger warning you know what you just did to the rest of all the people that listen to this show man that's disgusting i shouldn't even read the rest of this email who knows what else you said uh and you got the nerve to look down on me for some kick you better not if i read any kick cash land in this motherfucking email after you just said that Mm-mm. uh so and i personally don't eat kit kats but i will have to defer to the way the white man intended damn it <laughs> what are you doing derek <laughs> we allow people to use this email address to contact the show we we don't we don't deserve this in trump's america this, this is terrorism <laughs> this is terrorism <laughs> and that's why new york sucks because y'all don't know how to talk to people in your dirty ass high rent city that's the problem you don't get to eat Kit Kats because the roaches and the rats just crawl off with your Kit Kats. That's what happens. Uh, you see, I am not supporting too busy battle. Too busy. You're too busy jacking it on the subway to eat your Kit Kats, right? Well, is that how y'all eat your Kit Kats? You stick a dick hole in them first. I hope the homeless. And then you eat the rest. Disgusting. Anyway, don't let the white man tell you how to eat his Kit Kats. Shaking my head. <laughs> uh one of the reasons i love your show so much is i get to see you and karen give an in-depth look at the way you look at the way you think and how you react to certain news and stories that you cover you are never afraid to be uh to stand by your morals 
or give intimate details about your childhood inner selves and your beautiful relationship you always keep an open mind and willing to change your point of view when you're compelled to this forces listeners to do the same in certain situations until about a week ago i used to be a fan of bill maher and your recent podcast where you criticized the show and his points of view really made me reflect on why i was a fan of the show in the first place i definitely feel like i would set aside his islamophobic views his hands on his hands off approach towards black issues and his obsession to wage his holy war against pc culture but after having tammy lauren on and michelin metropolis <laughs> yes yes michelin metropolis that's a good one on his show so far this season i think it's really turned me off for good yo he also had um uh pierce morgan on there too man like mm-hmm. he don't like that that's if you don't stand for something you'll fall for anything man like that's that's how i feel about dude like he had a spark where he started man but just the time caught up with him and he just he didn't adapt and change yeah he just uh uh he's the same format he's just a relic man you know what i mean like i'm like and, and i'm not saying like i mean he'll be able to do that show forever he gonna he can die doing that show because like yep. the, the show format is worked out he got the guest i mean it's autopilot at this point but as far as that shit like providing any like refreshing new points of view it's a wrap for that Mm -mm. he done had the same point of view his whole time on the air he doesn't evolve on any issues he gets hostile with anyone that has anything that uh that calls him out you know what i mean like he's just yeah he's just a regular ass white dude i don't know nothing nothing special about that dude Mm mm-hmm but now i have unsolvable problems of having to find another white man to watch on t to, to watch on tv <laughs> baby it's plenty of out there i promise you yeah Pick how one. you yeah he said the unsolvable problem like man i don't know how you gonna get that one dog mm-hmm. I, I don't know man hopefully the market's oversaturated yeah i don't know hopefully Cobell, jason uh uh john oliver mm-hmm. Uh, so oh, somebody arrives to the occasion. Some maybe John Stewart coming back. That's John Stewart coming back, and one of these white men gonna save us. <laughs> <laughs> we can share somebody clips on YouTube. We can do something. Something. In the meantime, I guess I'll have to double up on listening to you and Karen. Hopefully, you guys make your way up north sometime soon, since there's no way in hell I'm leaving my liberal bubble to go visit you down in Trump's America. Well, yeah, because you won't be having no fucking syrup and butter and cheese in your grits down here i know that much best wishes real time with the migos <laughs> thanks man thank you baby uh and the last one is from monica c who says fear of a circle planet hey <laughs> hey rod and karen the episode with ray sonny was so good i've been a fan of hers on twitter ever since i heard her on the show uh i think with alex english oh yeah we had them on together one time it was mm-hmm. dope i love ray's approach to the stupid yes i said it empathetic articles or think pieces or whatever they were about beyonce and serena she was so logical and really cut things down to the basics of their stupidity a valiant effort because all i could do was curse under my breath as i walked up columbus avenue becoming angrier and angrier at white people white women specifically fyi columbus avenue equal upper west side manhattan equal white landia equal sometimes i really hate where i work (laughs) yeah i'll say this too man like ray's really good at um like dissecting shit like that so you know like she'll be asking questions but she's just working it out to like why it's funny or why it's fucked up or what but and a lot of comedians do that you know just i think it's just in their nature like they just they just break shit down to the simplest elements to get to whatever that truth is you know 
um so it's kind of cool when we have comedians on the show and i listen to comedians podcasts and stuff because I, I like hearing that process live a lot of times and sometimes you get to the funny sometimes you get to the raw truth and sometimes the whole thing blows up and you don't find anything but uh those it makes the discussion worthwhile in my opinion it's much more interesting mm-hmm. than you know than bullshit correct uh anyway ray is so smart and funny it's a joy to hear her on the show i also loved her on two dope queens like karen said mm-hmm. i'm not a beyonce fan because i just don't listen to much contemporary music at all but i stand out at her performances especially when it makes white people angry oh so all of them okay mm-hmm. uh karen definitely saved a life with her resounding reminder for women to shine our lights on ourselves thank you karen you're welcome baby lastly i just wanted to say fear of circles aka tripophobia is real ray if you listening pay no mind to ride i stand in support i don't remember what had happened i i I believe that i believe her but i think she was talking shit about my kit cats and i just lost it guys okay like i'm human too if you come with my kit cats i don't know what i'm gonna say about you so just let's just try to stay away from that topic okay kit cat phobia is real too how about that my best (laughs) my best friend has it and i've seen her be paralyzed with fear of circle patterns on packages even peacocks with full tail display i sympathize and empathize all right guys be good i love you monica at monty cast thank you thank you and i don't know what can be done about the circle phobia thing that's mm-hmm. you know that seems like one of those things where probably not enough people have it for them to like make some drugs i don't know what enough people do and they feel ashamed but they don't want to come out because that's like people might think something wrong with me true mm-hmm. yeah i'm glad i ain't got that shit that's how would i ever play basketball how would i even look at basketball i don't know how it works uh this probably sounds really ignorant all right guys we'll be back tomorrow <laughs> Uh, and we have a new guest tomorrow jay uh will be the guest um who i have literally uh promised to have on this show for years at this point um she uh she's a a, a, a woman who's in the uh first of all she's on the west coast so it's gonna be 7 a.m her time but she was cool with it but um she's really like in the like boxing um she has uh um um podcast uh called uh punch in uh morning punch in uh she's written for uh uh black sports online um she uh she just she is a cool ass person man we've been quote unquote twitter friends for years so it's just one of those like she brought it up the other day and i said you know what damn it let me drop everything i'm doing and make this shit happen now before i forget because i feel like i'll be owing people appearances on the show for years it's, so. a, it's a long list i got to go back through the list so we can uh do some people that need to be on the show yeah yeah she has a website badculture.net and uh yeah she talks about boxing and all kinds of stuff man she's a really cool person so we, we'll be talking to her in the morning guys uh 10 a.m so until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>